tribal trails, tribal trails. The Son of God, He's near. He chose to walk with us. These tribal trails, tribal trails, tribal trails. Hi, welcome to Travel Trails. Our guests today are Ron Freeman and Glenn West from North Carolina. They both sing with Lumber River Quartet. First, Ron talks about his childhood. He was raised in a Christian home where he was nurtured to love the Lord and sing for Him. We came from a singing family on my mom's side and my dad. We, okay. we, we played instruments and all. And my uh, dad had uh, eight brothers and my grandma was the piano player, and they would travel and sing. And I had a, uh, a couple of uh, uncles that played different instruments, and we would uh, get together on the weekends. And we'd, like I said, we traveled from places to places, or we'd come to one at one, somebody's house on the weekend if we weren't traveling. We were at somebody's house singing, and you would sing till 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. I started singing in the church when I was five. Mm. And... Um, then when I advanced to the uh, junior choir, we had a, a junior choir, a junior adult choir. We would travel from different churches in our, y'all call it Providence, in our different states, in our different counties. Uh, and we had group singings. And uh, we uh, would do that about every Sunday, every Saturday or Sunday. There was a brother and sister in our church who decided to put a little group together. And they asked me that I want to sing. So... I said, yeah, sure, I'll give it a try. So there was a brother, one of the brothers, wives, and myself. We formed a little quartet called the Gospel Singing Quartet. And we traveled around the different churches in our, our counties or uh, state. And uh, we sang for 18 years in our church until I met uh, Glenn in 1985. Mm -hmm. I've been at it pretty much since I was on the road since I was about eight years old. How did you uh, mend it with Glenn? I got a phone call one uh, Friday night from a gentleman by the name of James Stone. Matter of fact, he and Glenn and James Stone, a couple of guys that started a group uh, three years prior to uh, the uh, making of Lumber River Quartet, and they traveled and sang. And James asked me, did I want to audition for the group? And I said, man, here's an opportunity to try to sing with a male quartet. So I went... Uh, in June of 1985, and um, I auditioned. I went that night, and he didn't like me. And we didn't like each other. <laughs> but we got over that, and you will tell you that in another story. But we got over that, and I auditioned. And uh, actually, I started singing in July of 1985. And uh, we've been traveling singing ever since. <laughs> we traveled the United States, Canada, uh, as far over uh, in Canada as Newfoundland. Mm -hmm. And over here, as far as Alberta and all the way back, you know, it's been good, been great. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Since 85, 1985, you guys been uh, tra traveling all over the place? Yep. You're married? Yeah. When you travel and sing like Glenn and I do, 
My wife is as much a part of Lumber River Ministry as I am, even though you don't see her, because there are prayer warriors, there are supporters, and actually they keep me and Glenn on the road. It's been a lot of times that Glenn and I just wanted to quit, stop. And just like on this trip here, my wife said, you know you got a job to go do. You need to go do it. So uh, it gets tough sometimes. I've had my children crying and and uh, my grandchildren crying when I left home. Papa, when are you going to stay home? Daddy, when are you going to stay home? But when the Lord places a calling on your life, you know you got to go. He's first. And, and the way I tell people how this works in our life, Jesus Christ is first. Family is next. Then the quartet. I take care of my family. Then I take care of the quartet. But it gets tough a lot of times, man. A lot of times you're tired. You wore out. It don't feel good. And matter of fact, on this trip, I've got sick a couple of days, not feeling well. But yet there's something on the inside telling you, you know, you got to go. You got to go. Because there's somebody that needs to hear the gospel. The songs that we share often about a place called Calvary made such a difference in the lives of those, not only us, but those around us, our family, our friends. And so many. And it's because of the sacrifice that Christ made on that cross at that place called Calvary. You listen to the words of this song as it shares what a change God made in this one single life. Anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. Today I went back to the place where I used to go. Today I saw that same old crowd I knew before. When they asked me what had happened, I tried to tell them Thanks to Calvary I don't come here anymore Thanks to Calvary I'm not the man I used to As the tears ran down my face, I tried to tell them, thanks to Calvary, I don't come here anymore. When did you guys uh, leave? We started out in Michigan. We, we left on the 22nd. We sang the 22nd in Michigan. We crossed over, and we've sang every night since then. We've got two nights off, Thanksgiving, which is uh, Monday, and then I think that Wednesday we have off. Those are the only days on this whole tour that we're not singing. Wow. And, and mostly, like on Sunday, we sang twice. 
or sometimes we sing three times because we'll do a morning service, we'll do a rest home or a nursing home in the afternoon, and then we'll do a concert that Sunday night. So there's no rest for the weary when we get over here. <laughs> That's about how it is. But thank God, He gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. So my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. We're full time, but yet I still have a job. My job down home in the uh, metal factory. Uh, Glenn teaches piano, Greg's retired, Sam's retired, but I still work. When I started traveling, I went in one day and sat down like we're sitting here with my uh, manager of the company, the owner of the company, and I told him, you know, what my desires were. And I'd already been with the company like 15 years, and I really wanted to do it uh, full time. So we sat down and began to talk, and I told him what I wanted to do. And, and I said, now, sometimes in this ministry, I may be gone two days, three days. I may be gone as, as long as three weeks. I said, but, you know, all I'm do doing is asking you to allow me and my work schedule to do what I do. Mm. So we sat there and talked a little bit, and he, and he made an agreement. We've made an agreement with each other. He said, Ronald, he says, I've got no problem with what you do, as long as you're carrying the gospel. He said, as long as when you get back home, you come to work. So I made that agreement. Don't make any difference. When I got ready to leave uh, last Thursday, I walked by him and I told him, I said, I'll see you in about three weeks. He said, go bless the people. So uh, when I go back, I go back to work. And when I'm home, it don't make any difference what time I get home. If I, don't, if I get home Monday at 12, 1 o'clock, I go in. You know, even if I don't work, but an hour and a half, two hours, three hours. Because I made him that promise mm -hmm. that I would be there when I got home. But if it's too late in the afternoon, I won't go, but I'll be there the next day. So the Lord has blessed me in many ways, from a child to where I'm at today. Jesus said, Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and live righteously, and He will give you everything you need. You guys are very good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Do you guys do a lot of practicing? Don't have time. Actually, the recording here today for all the songs that we did has been the best practice we've had in months. And, uh, but normally, if we're on the bus, uh, we have a, a CD of our music where Glenn takes his piano, or we get to the church or the concert halls where we're going to sing. And if we find some songs we want to do, we'll start running over them. And then what Glenn does is put them on a CD. Then he'll send each guy a, a, a track. And what we do, we learn the songs, we learn our parts, we learn the words. Then when everybody gets back together, like we go somewhere for 30 minutes earlier, we get a chance to work on it or we'll work on it on the bus. And, and basically, we pretty well comes together real quick once you learn your part. And uh, we are real serious about what we do. We're real serious about the sound. Sometimes the music don't go like you want to. It don't sound like you want to. Some songs are a little bit harder than others, but uh, we, we still give it a shot. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we tell people, it's not the quality of the song. It's the words that are in the song that maybe they'll minister to you, but they don't minister to anybody else. And you can say, man, I needed that. 
I love those words. And that's what we do. We try to choose songs that are center-oriented to people who may be going through troubles, trials. We, we don't know what people are going through in the congregation. So we just try to choose songs that will touch and minister to everybody. But our main concern is getting the message of Jesus Christ to the people. Uh, we have laughter. We have music. We cry. We give our testimonies of our life. And, and we've seen a lot of people blessed over the last 33 years. Then we went back to the house where we used to live. My little boy, he'd run and hide behind the door. But I said, son, our little boy, you don't have to be afraid. You've got a brand new daddy now And thanks to Calvary We don't live here anymore And thanks to Calvary I'm not the dad I used to As the tears ran down my face, I tried to tell him, thanks to Calvary, we don't live here What a testimony. The gospel has the power to change lives. The apostle Paul talked about that in Romans chapter 1. He said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for anyone who believes. The apostle was not ashamed of the gospel because he had experienced its power firsthand on the road to Damascus. He shared that with Timothy. Although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. However, for this reason, I obtained mercy, that in me first Jesus Christ might show all long suffering as a pardon for those who are going to believe on him for everlasting life. The gospel had transformed the apostle's life, and he knew it could transform the lives of others. The key for you and me to experience God's powerful deliverance from sin is through faith in Jesus Christ. If you want to know more about that, give us a call. 
So far, we've heard one side of the story of the Lumber River Quartet. I'm glad that we also have Glenn West on our program. He is going to tell us his side of the story. He starts to share his first impression of Ron. He came to us and uh, wanted to try out for the tenor position. And when he came in, I'll be honest with you, I was a little skeptical whether he would, would make it or not. But so I really put him to the test with hard songs and, and that sort of thing. And I really tried to discourage him uh, from making the group. But he blew my mind at how willing he was to work and to, to try everything I asked him. And I, had to tell, I have to say when he left, I told the guys, I said, I won't have a bit of problem working with this guy right here. And it's the best decision that, that we ever made. When we first met, I had the long hair and, and had the little mustache and all this. My being, me being native, he, he didn't like long hair, period. Because his dad was a soldier and he, always, he had to keep the GI cut all the time. So I had long hair. When I walked in, all these guys had long, uh, short hair and I had long hair. So he didn't like me to start with. So, uh, but like I said, he tried everything he could. Uh, to break my spirit that night from singing. But I had to make it in my mind. I was going to try my very best, whatever it took, you know, that uh, I was going to do the best I could. And uh, apparently it was pretty good. Uh, we've been together since 1985. We are still the only two original members of the of Lumber River Quartet. So it has always been four of you? Always been four of us. We tried, uh, we, our bass singer quit a few years back and we tried to go trio. Uh, but we had been quartet so long, everywhere you go, people were always asking, where's the bass singer? Where's the bass singer? You don't sound the same without a bass singer. So we've pretty much tried to keep it quartet over the 33 years that we've been singing. Hmm. Glenn continues to recall how the name of Lumber River Quartet came about. Well, we started out as the singing layman. And after a couple of years of going as the singing layman, uh, we went to the National Quartet Convention in Nashville, Tennessee that year, and there was 14 other groups named that, right? So, of course, we wanted to have a name that was, was just for us, you know. So Ron got to talking one day, and he said, you know, what about Lumber River? And that's a river that runs through our town. And so uh, we took on the name Lumber River Quartet, and we've never had a problem with anybody having that name before or since then. And, but I have to say this, uh, Bill Gaither in the Singing News named us as one of his favorite named regional groups, right? As far as a regional name, he loved Lumber River Quartet name, and it's been a good name for us. Have you guys uh, done recordings before? We've done many, many recordings over the years. Uh, our favorite male quartet were the Cathedral Quartet, and uh, Ron and I heard a song that... that uh, we thought was awesome and it would be great for our community and back in 85 we were traveling north and south Carolina back home and so they did an album the cathedrals did with a song called Rivers of Joy on there and it featured the tenor and so uh, we took uh, that song and we recorded it of course featuring Ronald and the radio stations put it out national and sent copies here to Canada and it made this boy famous, I kid you not. And that was our real first album that we've ever done, and we've done many, many since then. Probably 25 albums over the years, I guess. Mm, that's a lot. And cassettes, and CDs. Okay. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Yeah. 
the one that plans everything? Uh, well, I do the booking, and and uh, you know, I don't say I plan everything. We kind of do that as a as an entity here. But I, as far as booking dates, I'm the one that does that. And uh, of course, the minute I book a date, I send it out on a, a yeah. Google map to them, so they'll know where we're going, and they know ahead of time what I've done, so they can make their plans accordingly. And I still don't know half time where we're going. Somebody asked me the other day, so where y'all going today? I don't know. I just get on the bus, ride till it stops, and I get off. <laughs> and then we sing. <laughs> mm-hmm. We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Glenn does a lot of the writing. Uh, he plays the piano. He does a lot of the driving and a lot of other stuff. Uh, he's one of the men that are actually behind the scene. A lot of people don't see what goes on. All they see is four guys walk out on the stage. But you don't never see what it takes to get from where we live at to here to walk out on the stage. A lot of hard work, a lot of planning, a lot of money, and uh, a lot of disappointments a lot of times. But uh, this guy right here, uh, like I stated a little while ago, he's, he's been my right-hand man for 33 years. Um, even though we sing together, like we was talking a little while ago, we're still brothers. I tell him he's my brother from another mother. And, um, but um, we share a lot together. We cry together. We... Traveling and singing, man, is not easy. A lot of people see that bus pull up out there in the yard and four guys get off of it and you walk out on the stage to sing. Uh, I've known his daughter uh, ever since the day she was born. And I've seen her cry just screaming and squalling when the bus pulled out of the yard to leave to go somewhere and sing because she wanted Daddy to be home. But like I said, we, we got a calling to do this and until the Lord says, that's it, boys. We'll be here. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe before this trip's over. Maybe when we get back home. We never know. Uh, but until then, we have a ball. If somebody gave you a ball, what would you do with it? Would you play with it? Or would you put it on ourself? Salvation is a bit like that. We have to make a choice. We have to do something. When you and I put our faith in Christ Jesus, we're reunited with Him, both in His death and resurrection. That should move us to seek Him. The Bible says, If you then were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. God always puts people in your lives, right, at the right time uh, to, to give you the cause to go on, right? Uh, we were down in Walterboro, South Carolina, uh, a couple of years ago now, and the, the bus just went plump beside the road. And I got under there and there was transmission fluid pouring all over the ground. And I've had many times over 33 years to break down and you always get a van. You rent a van, you get a trailer and you keep going and you deal with the bus after your concerts are over. Well, this day there was no vans available. None. None. Nowhere. And it was just very discouraging. And we just so happened to have uh, a special lady that God put in our life 15 years ago. She was on our bus that day making the tour and she was 87 years old then, right? And she was a preacher's daughter, okay? So I come in after couldn't get a rental. I said, I'm finished. I can't take this no more. And it's just stressful not to be able to make your dates. 
And Ron come in, I'm quitting too. We don't, you know? we don't so, uh, pack their she stands up and she was a, a large lady. And she said, let me tell you boys something right now. You will not quit. And then, and at the same time, while we were gone, she had already called her son-in-law to bring us a nice truck and a trailer. And we continued our tour that weekend. But she is she just passed away about a month ago. And, and a very big loss for us. But God's gained a special lady. Uh, it's not time for us to quit. Just like at the nursing home the other day. Oh, that was we'd good. Have missed, we'd have missed the really blessings good. there over in Melfort. And um, uh, before it was over, we started out singing, but the residents took our mics from us. Maybe we were that bad. I don't know. Residents took our mics and they finished the song service. And it was such a thrill to see these people with tears running down their cheeks. That, that's the thing that God has blessed us with that I can't ever put a price on. And that I would, when I get old and I'm in the nursing home, right, that I'll remember, you know, it's things that, that God has shared like that. Do you know that in Christ, we believers are in an exalted position? Our life doesn't belong to this earth, but heaven. Our motives and our strength of living on this earth come from above. The practical everyday affairs of our life get their direction from Christ in heaven. That brings us to the bottom line. God wants us to be transformed to the image of his son. How is your walk with Christ today? If you need to talk to somebody about that, give us a call. I'd like to close today's program with this verse. He who says he abides in him ought himself also walk just as he walked. There was a man, his name was Jesus. He walked the shores of Galilee. He helped the sea, he calmed the water, he made the blinded eyes to see. He raised the dead, he cleansed the leper, and he has the power to set men free. But most of all, he went to Calvary, he bled and died for you and me. I want to walk, I want to talk, I want to be just like my Lord. I want to help my fellow man, I want my life to spread his word. I want to sing to him above, I want to tell the whole world about his love. I want to walk, I want to talk, I want to be, I want to be just like my Lord. I wanna walk, walk like Jesus. I wanna talk, talk like Jesus. I wanna be, I wanna be just like my Lord. Just like my Lord. I wanna help my fellow man. I want my life to spread His word. I wanna sing to Him above.